In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how the resurrection relates to our relationship. Ours everywhere. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> the real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Aloha and welcome to episode 149 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is your host, Rafi. And Sarah. And today we're going to be talking about how the resurrection relates to our relationships. <laughs> Three it's odds. very relevant. It's a relevant topic because we're in the liturgical season. <laughs> of Easter. We're in Easter season right now, the octave of Easter. And we were just talking about this a few minutes ago and we're like, yeah, let's talk about this. So let's talk about how the, the resurrection, what we can learn from that and how that relates to our relationship. But before we actually get into that topic, we want to share our story because we struggled with a lot of things and habits that held us back from being our best selves, from being the man and, and woman that God has called us to be. I know for me, I struggled a lot with pornography. I was introduced to pornography early on in my adolescent years. I think I was like 11 years old, 11, something like that. Something crazy. And it's crazy how it, how something like that, where of course I was immature enough to know what was going on, how it's, how it was like affecting my brain and my relationships with other people. But starting to realize when I was in relationships that it is affecting a lot of the things like these habits that I've, that I've built that I've, that were unhealthy was affecting not just my relationship, but my life. Yeah. And for me, I had some bad habits in college um, because that's when I started drinking and that's when I was introduced to marijuana. And these really affected my relationships that I was in because it either slowed me down or I was just isn't I just wasn't in the right state of mind where I could be my best self I I couldn't show up the best for my partner and that would put me in a lot of situations where I would be arguing with whoever I was with and I know that's something that I didn't want to keep doing but it was a habit so I just kept doing it because it was something also enjoyable mm -hmm. and I just didn't know how to get out of it. Yeah, I totally resonate with that as well because just like, look, it's so crazy like to be in those moments and it just felt so good and not being able to see how it's affecting me mm -hmm. and how it affects everything. And it's just really sad that a lot of people are trapped in this now and that we're in this type of culture. Um, 
but yeah, like ultimately, like in my future, I didn't want, I didn't want to bring that into whatever God was calling me as well, especially when I was like discerning priesthood. Like I didn't want to fall back into those habits. And I met you and I know one of the, one of the things that we were actually pretty vulnerable about this and talking about our pasts and the habits that we had and you actually still had that drinking habit when we started dating, which mm-hmm. caused a huge conflict in our relationship early right. on. That, what like what happened afterwards for you? I mean, it was just a, a wake up call to me because I I knew that I wanted a man like you, but would you want a woman like me if I still had that habit? And I knew mm. that's something that I had to stop doing if I wanted to continue being in this relationship that i saw being so fruitful and so good and i didn't want to mess it up yeah and by the grace of god like man he's done he's worked so much wonders and miracles in our lives where we don't have to worry about these vices and how we can relate this to the resurrection is that we are all called to be like jesus christ and that doesn't just mean the 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 joy and the resurrection and the easter and all this all the things that we could be so focused on when it comes to our faith like the positivity around that but we tend to forget what happened before the resurrection is that jesus died jesus suffered and like when we were like thinking about our past and stuff we realized that this was a this is like one of those things that we had to go through and there was a purpose behind a lot of the suffering that we experienced. But in order for us to make a resurrection in our life, to be revived, to be the men and the women that God was calling us to be, we had to let go of these things. I know I had to let go of this porn thing. Like this was not serving me. This was not serving anybody that I was associated with especially the women that I was in relationships with. And I knew that I had to do whatever it takes to get out of that. Right. And same for me, like drinking didn't serve me. It didn't serve our relationship. It, It was just a barrier that I had to get over, that I had to die to, because I wanted to see our relationship live. And so first I had to die in this way, which I totally don't mind minded because it was just something that was holding me back. So what we're trying to really get at is that we can't really get to that next level in our relationship. We can't be that partner that our partner deserves unless we die to ourselves. We die to our past. We die to our bad habits um, so that we can get to that next level in our life. So we could f- get to that resurrection, right? Um, so we both, we have to experience both ends, but mm-hmm. it starts with us having to identify those bad vices that are not going to do well in our marriage and doing everything it takes to, to heal from that and get over that. Yeah. So the things that you can do on your your journey, your path to Calvary, to the cross is 
the starting the process of healing, whether it's through therapy, counseling, having a spiritual director or some kind of coach or mentor to help you on this journey to give you that objective view so you can heal and see things for what it is and not just what your own thoughts are thinking. Yeah, and on on top of like the objective view, but having that accountability from somebody, mm-hmm. especially if this is these have been like habits of yours that you've been struggling with with uh, for many years, we we have to understand that we can't be naive to think that we could do this by ourselves. Like we don't have to struggle by ourselves. There's people that can help us. And I know for me, getting over my porn addiction a big help was my spiritual director. Like he was the one we would talk almost like super, like very often. And he would always hold me accountable with the things that he was teaching me, um, the action items that he gave me. And like from that, it just changed my life. And he, he's been, he was praying for me the whole time through. I wouldn't have been able to do that without him and his help. Right. And for me, like I had Rafi's accountability when it came to my drinking and it, another thing that I had to do was just step away from the environment that was keeping me in that habit. So not spending so much time with my peers mm-hmm. that would um, drink socially and excessively. Yeah. And the next thing, of course, we always say this because this is the most important thing, but it is to stay close to the sacraments. Mm-hmm. Like we need sacramental grace to experience healing in our life. I know a lot of people reach out to us and they say, hey, I just broke up. I'm experiencing these things, like these things I'm struggling with. And we always tell them, you got to stay close to the sacraments. And they're probably <laughs> tired of hearing the same thing over and over and over again. But it's the truth. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that changed my life. It's the thing that changed our life. Yeah, because Jesus wants to console your heart. And when you when you spend time with him and you stay close to the sacraments, you're also consoling his heart. Receiving the Eucharist, going to confession, spending time in holy hour. Yes. Whatever it takes. Like we need God's graces to get over and heal from our past, our bad, ver- um, our bad vices, so that we could create the new life, the of new life virtue. that, yeah, the new life of virtue. Um, so, yeah, hopefully this helps. And I, I, I thought it was just something that was relevant when it comes to like how we're called to be like Christ, and mm-hmm. that's not just the resurrection, but the death. Yes. So that being said, I mean, like the first step is f- identifying identifying what these things are that are unhealthy in a relationship and being self-aware about that. Like you can't fix something. You can't heal from something unless you've identified what those things are. Mm -hmm. And often in relationships, it's hard to identify those things because we're so caught up emotionally and we're so attached that it's easy to just be blinded by the good feelings and, you know, just... the bubbly the bubbly i don't know what <laughs> the bubbly yeah <laughs> the bubbly for some reason i'm like thinking about champagne well like, like bubbly, bubbly personality and yeah just like your emotions it's easy to be blinded to see your relationship in a more objective view so we can help you out with that by yep. going to our event 
That's going to be happening next week. It's going to be great. General registration is still open where we're going to help you and teach you the blueprint of how you can discern and prepare for marriage confidently without having to create all these bad, unhealthy communication habits, falling in chastity, and all these things that many common struggles that Catholics face when they discern marriage in their relationship. So whether you're dating or engaged, we encourage you to get your free ticket to our event. Go to the link in our show notes, and we're excited to hang out with you guys then next week. With that being said, praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until, Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.